want to be famous. So you know what happens on Saturday Another episode of Growing Up DeVille Where I give you stories about my past and my coming up You know, to kind of give you a better understanding And a look into what it was like growing up And the things that shaped me into the DeVille DI that I am today So at this point in the storyline, we're still in Ohio But I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to backtrack. I'm not. Uh, a lot of this stuff is most of it is it is in chronological order, but I thought of this story and I wanted to tell it. So I was like, "What the heck? It's my show. I can do it however I want to." So I'm going to tell you a story that happened actually prior to my sister coming to stay with us, or yeah, coming to stay, coming back to live with us again. So. This episode, today's episode is She Made Me Want to Stop Playing with G.I. Joe. So, <clears throat> at one point, we moved into a apartment complex. And, you know, it was a pretty nice apartment complex. Had a basketball court in the, uh, in the back and a little hill and a swimming pool where all the kids congregated. But, I think I mentioned this place before. But... When I first moved in, of course, I knew nothing about this area. So, uh, shortly after moving in, my mom, the only kids that I knew were the kids that would be at the bus stop, and then I had the kids that I went to school with. But I didn't really know much about the kids in the neighborhood because for some reason the school that I went to wasn't the sc- like wasn't the school everybody in the complex went to. Like, for whatever reason, I don't know why not didn't really take the time out to ask but all of us didn't go to the same school so we're in this complex and my mom makes friend friends with a neighbor they lived in the building uh next to our building there was our building then there was a little open space and then there was another building she made friends with this lady and the lady had two uh daughters they were biracial girls and you know, so these were the first kids that I met that I that lived close to me that I knew, you know, basically where they lived and so on and so forth. And they'd be out front. And so when I would go outside, these would be the kids that I saw. I had no idea about this whole world uh, behind the building <laughs> at this point in time because, like, this uh, tennis court and, and where all the kids hung out, it was, like, directly behind my building, but I had no idea. So I met these two young ladies, and, you know, we played together, and we talked to each other, and then they took me to the court. So we went to the court, and there was different kids there, you know, um, that I met, and, you know, once they, for whatever reason, the girls one day weren't there when I went back there. So I'm talking to, to the other kids, and I find out that this family is the family in the neighborhood that is 
shunned, that's looked down upon. You know, a lot of times there's a family in the neighborhood that isn't as well-to-do as the other families, so they kind of get a stigma placed to them. She was in a, inter, the mother was in an interracial relationship. Um, people would say that she used drugs and things like that, and that her husband or boyfriend or whatever used drugs, and he was in jail, and they say that they were dirty and things like that. So it wasn't popular to hang with these kids. So I'm in like the fourth grade at this time, so the opinions of others really mattered to me. I didn't at uh, you know so at that point I just kind of went along with the crowd and you know I know now that it wasn't the right thing to do but at the time it was like you know I didn't want to be I didn't want to get shunned for hanging with them so I like keep the interactions with them in the front of the building and you know I, I try to kind of avoid them in you know when we were around Back, what made me think of this story, a little short intermission, what made me think of this story was I was watching The Wonder Years on um, Hulu, and there was a story where the main character uh, meets this girl, and she's weird and, you know, picked up by the other kids, and but she had his, a box with a tarantula in it, and that intrigued him, so he wanted to hang out with her, but he didn't want to get picked at for hanging out with her. That was the same situation I was in so I try to kind of avoid these girls but they wouldn't let me because at this point we had become friends like there was an instance where I came home from school and one of the other kids was telling me about this dumpster I'm kind of going off to the left but that's what happens when you go down the rabbit hole they tell me about this dumpster where there's all these toys in it so you know, as you, if you kept up with the episodes, you know that your boy had no problem dumpster diving. So I waited until, you know, I got away from all the kids and went in the building. And then I came back out and I made my way to this dumpster. I found it, looked in, and there was like stuffed animals, teddy bears and stuff. And there was one teddy bear in particular that I noticed. And it was it was just a brown teddy bear and it had a Shoney's t-shirt on if y'all know about shonies and them strawberry pies man then y'all know but for whatever reason i wanted that bear so i jumped in there and i got it and i was walking back to my building and i passed through the little path between our buildings and they were standing out there and one of them saw me with the bear and she just bust out crying she's like he's got mr whatever she called the bear and her sister was like it's all right because he's our friend and he'll take care of him so I felt kind of bad at that point. Not bad enough to give the bear back because for whatever reason, I don't know why it ended up in the dumpster, but it was in the dumpster. This is my bear now. I'm not giving this bear back. But either way, so we were friends. But I, I did try to avoid them and didn't want people to hang out, to know that I hung out with them. So one day, to my surprise, I come home and they're in my house. Now, I'm trying to figure out why they're in my house. So, what's going on is my mother is watching them while their mom, I don't know where their mom went, but their mom went somewhere. And my mom's watching them. So, I'm freaking out because I didn't, like I said, I was avoiding them. And it was like, okay. 
people are gonna find out that they were in my house and then everybody's gonna pick at me nobody's gonna want to be my friend you know how it is when you're in the fourth grade like i say the opinions of others usually matter pretty you know they hold a whole lot of weight when you're in the fourth grade so i'm like oh snap what do i do what do i do what do i do so first thing i did i went to my room i went to my room i was like i'll just hang out in my room and then i could say that my mom was watching them and you know I didn't play with them or anything. I just went in my room. So one of them came in my room. And she's in my room and, and she, you know, she's touching my things and playing with my things. Now, I'm one of those type of people that to this day, I still don't like people touching my things. So that bothered me off the rip. But my mom, I have to be friendly because my mom's here. And, you know, my mom was one of the moms. She wasn't going to tolerate me disrespecting nobody for no reason, especially because uh, of their financial situation because at this time like we weren't the richest people in the world either you know I didn't personally know that at, my, at the time because my mom did a great job in you know uh, not making her problems our problems as when I say our problems I mean the children so there was a whole time that I was oblivious that, that we were poor but so I'm like I don't know this this can't this can't happen People can't know that she's in my room and we're playing together. So what I did was I gathered up a bunch of toys, G.I. Joe's and whatnot, and I went in my mom's room because I knew she wouldn't come in my mom's room. And I shut the door, and I went and I played in the closet. My mama had this nice big closet that I used to like to play in anyway. So I just hid, basically, in my mom's room playing. And so... She comes and I hear this on my mom's door. And I'm like, what? Your mom said it's time to eat. And I'm like, well, I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. So she went back and told my mom. Then she comes back. Your mom said you got to eat. So <laughs> I told her I was on some real cartoon network type of stuff. I was like, well, tell her to slide a plate under the door. My mom wasn't hearing that. Mom came back there, bust in the room. She's like, look, you get your butt up in here, up here and eat. So that's what I did. I came out to eat. And what I saw when I came out to eat was shocking. And we'll get into that in a second. But right now, we're going to take a second to acknowledge my sponsors. All right, so boom. I always wanted to say that. All right, so boom. I come out to eat dinner now. I'm the last one to come out and eat, excuse me, so everyone else has already, you know, got their place and they're eating, so by the time I'm sitting down good, uh, you know, everybody is towards the middle of the meal and, and, and closing out on the meal, so they finish their plates and take them in the kitchen, and I sit, I'm sitting there eating, and one of the uh, little girls, she's watching TV, and she's hanging over the arm of the chair watching TV. So I get up to take my plate to the kitchen, and something happened on the TV. And I look back, and I notice that I could see a cheek. That's right, a cheek. That's it, just a simple cheek. But I'm in the fourth grade, and let it be known, we didn't have cable there was no 
porno mags. There was no porn hub. Nobody even had the internet back then. The closest thing that I had seen, you know, uh, uh, to a to being provocative was uh, the J.C. Penney's magazine, the catalog with the lingerie in the back. That's it. That's as much as I pretty much seen to this point of my life. So I look back and I see a butt cheek, and my little boy mind goes nuts. It was at this moment. I decided I no longer wanted to play with G.I. Joe's. I may have walked back and forth to that kitchen a hundred times trying to get another peek at that cheek. <laughs> Pardon. But it's a story, people. Don't be offended. I walked back and forth to that kitchen. And I'm trying to be sneaky because, one, my mom is in the room. And I don't want to get caught looking while my mom is in the room and two I definitely don't want them to catch me peeking because then you know what happens next is you like her and then the whole neighborhood knows that you like her and then now I'm getting picked at but I still was trying to catch a peek here and there I was a little boy man don't judge me some of y'all worse than that now <laughs> as adults. Some of y'all is creeps out there. So don't judge me for being a kid. I will, like I say, I, I keep walking. I keep just finding. I might have drunk a gallon of water that day going back and forth to the kitchen till finally my mom noticed. And she tells her, I, ca I cannot remember these little girls' name, but my mom catches, sees her, sees her. I don't know if she saw her or if she saw me. I was probably drawing like hell. But. She says, hey, you know, you've got on a skirt. You have to sit like a lady. So she's like, yes, ma'am. And then so she readjusts herself in the seat, kills the whole show. So now this image is stuck in my head. I can't get it out. I couldn't burn it out. No amount of holy water could have got it out of my brain. That's all I can think about. So now. I've forgotten all about trying to, uh, my whole plan to hide in the bedroom and everything. Now I'm full-fledged in the kitchen, having, I mean, in the living room, having conversations, watching TVs. We're best friends again. I've forgotten all about that, you know. I'm lightweight crushing on this little girl now. I was never able to look at her the same after that day. You understand what I'm saying? I thought we had something magical. <laughs> going on but yeah that was at that point I it, it, something clicked in me something clicked in the young DeVille D.I. where I was like wow cheeks are real you know but so like I said from that point on it was just it was always weird when I see them because it would be part of me that wanted to hang with them and then the other part of me was worried about what everybody else think, but this was a pivotal moment in the life of DeVille D.I. because I came to the conclusion, the hell with what everybody else thinks. I'm going to chill with them. So I actually started playing with them, and it was just like, whatever. And to my shock and surprise, nobody really cared. Nobody cared at all. I think I sort of bridged the gap between, you know, the kids who were judgmental of them and them because once I started uh, hanging out and playing with them on the uh, tennis court, 
which was sacred ground and on the hill that we used to hang out hang out with people who that were my friends that would hang out with me started to hang out with them too and then after a while it was all just all the whole um the whole uh, uh awkwardness just went away and we were just a bunch of kids hanging out but I was saddened one day when I found out that they moved away and I never saw them again you know it was puppy love I guess <laughs> let me stop playing yeah, let me stop playing but yeah I did it, it, it really did and it's weird the things that that happened that kind of uh make you start thinking differently because I never had a problem with them and they never had a problem with me. It was strictly I was worried about what everybody else thought. And it, and that's what it took. Is I'm not ashamed of it at all. But that's what it took to actually make me come to a conclusion that, you know, the hell what everybody else thinks. I'm going to do what I, uh, whatever I want to do. And I've been doing what I wanted to do ever since that day. Changed my life forever. <laughs> and then I met. Sasha, I remember Sasha. Sasha was a girl that I didn't even know lived in my neighborhood. And we were in the same class. And then one day, <laughs> I had a crush on Sasha. So one day we got off of the bus. And she got off the bus with us. And I was like, what? So I literally, I literally rode the bus and got off at the wrong bus stop because she was on the bus. Now, the bus stopped at uh, two different points of my neighborhood. It actually, um, this one, the bus stop that I was getting off at was farther away from my apartment complex than, I, than the other one. But it just, the, the bus stop she got off at dropped you off at uh, further away from my apartment building. So, you know, this bus was like in the front. Uh, but you know some blocks away and the other bus dropped you off in what would have been like the back of the the back of the complex so I get off the bus with Sasha and some more kids and we walk and you know we're talking and come to find out her aunt stays out there and you know she lives she lives with her aunt and I was like wow man I spent day after day after day walking that path <laughs> Hoping that Sasha would be outside playing or something like that. And she never was. And that was crazy too. But I guess that was the day that, you know, that, that, that kind of, you know, when the kid turns that curve from being just innocent and not worrying, really worrying about boys and girls and, and, and she's cute or he's cute. I think that was the day that I officially, it officially clicked in your boy DeVille D.I. But that's all I got for you. Thank you all for tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. I appreciate each and every one of y'all that listen to the podcast. And if you made it this far, then you're probably a fan. Of, I don't want to call y'all a fan. You're probably an avid listener, or at least you enjoy the podcast. Now, if you did enjoy the podcast and you, and you would like the podcast, what's the pod, that's like a horse that came out of a that GMO either way it don't matter if you enjoy the podcast and you would like to contribute to the podcast to help keeping us move forward you can go over to cash app DeVille D-I that's D-V-I-L-L-E 
and you know drop a dollar to in that bucket and we'll appreciate it but if not it doesn't matter all i really need is your listens and just keep on coming back and i'll keep on getting all these content i'm out of here though i got things to do